Thanks for listening. This is Momentum, the entrepreneurship podcast for photographers. I'm your host, Nate Grahek, portrait photographer and entrepreneur. Join me each week as I interview the most successful and inspiring photographers in our industry. We bring you innovative and proven business strategies you can use to shift the momentum in your own photography business, giving you the freedom to do more of what you love in business and in life. All right. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. I've got a special guest. We went outside of the photography industry, and I've got an email marketing expert out of California. His name's Nate Wright. Uh, sorry for both having two Nates today, but we'll keep it clear. Um, Nate, thank you so much for joining the show today. Oh, thanks for having me, Nate. You bet. Today, guys, as always, we're going to keep it really practical. Three key points, three things you're going to learn today. Uh, Nate actually had a, a photographer client to help him with his marketing and his strategy. Uh, Charlie Catunio is actually happens to be a sticky albums user. So shout out to Charlie. Um, we're going to walk through an awesome story he used to where it was kind of down and out and figured out a really creative way to start with something simple that turned into a really big kind of a, a really big revenue source for him. Um, we're going to hear, hear that whole story. Second, we're going to talk about why it's so important to pick a hyper-focused niche. And then we're going to wrap up with, we all know the importance of writing good headlines. I asked Nate to grab one of our headlines from Sticky Email, one of the pre-written headlines we have with one of our sequences. Um, it currently, you guys get the sequence, how to have a stress-free wedding and the best photos ever. Uh, Nate's going to offer to rewrite that live for us just to show us the process he takes to helping um, make our words more effective. All right, Nate, thanks again for joining us. Let's jump in. Um, why don't you set the stage with this? how you started working with Charlie? Uh, Charlie reached out to me initially when I was still living in Seattle and I had just become a, a MailChimp expert, meaning that <laughs> MailChimp accepted me into their expert directory. At the yeah. time, I was definitely not an expert. Uh, and we started digging into his project. And at first, I just threw best practices at it. Okay, you need to have a newsletter. You should be doing some form of outreach. Let's do a little bit of LinkedIn. You know, a little column A. Let, let's let's have a Twitter account too. Let's throw one of those in there as well. Yep, yep. Just going and, down your checklist. Oh, yep. definitely need a Facebook page, and <laughs> it just wasn't working. And Charlie does mm -hmm. is a really talented photographer, and does a lot of different kinds of photography. But like many of my photography clients I've had over the years, he you know was still having to do a lot of uh, more volume work, you know, wedding mm -hmm. senior portraits and he's good at them and he still does them, but he wanted to get that juicier corporate work. One, because right. it, it pays better Two, mm -hmm. it actually is a better fit for his skill set. Like he's really good at, at dealing in all those different environments and putting together like a prospectus. So kind of, a, it's a very odd niche, but like, you know, bigger companies need that, especially if they have like industrial places yeah. and things like that. Cause they don't have marketing departments or they have photographers in house. So right. 
So it was yeah, good- headshots are on the rise. It's like there's always these niches in the photog- portrait scene. Um, I think as people, uh, their businesses mature a little bit and they go, okay, this is okay. I'm making, I'm finally making some okay money, but it means me giving up my evenings and weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, headshots are one of those unique kind of like headshot or a newborns. Sometimes there's a lot of in, like variability in newborns, uh, depending on how new you go and sometimes in boudoir. Um, but I think especially headshots, it's a growing niche. Uh, people are realizing they need it more than I think you have to spend a little bit less energy convincing people that they need a headshot than you may have needed a couple of years ago in this era, era of like everything's visual, right? Yeah. So, so and, and, and if you think about it from a, a contrast perspective, so if someone's, for example, scrolling through LinkedIn, and they're going through a bunch of LinkedIn search results. I had a, uh, a headshot taken years ago where I look kind of like a terrorist, I guess. <laughs> it was black <laughs> and white, but it was it was a really gnarly shot. And yeah. it, you're scrolling through it, and it was done in black and white. And it, it wasn't over. It was a really light filter on it, nothing crazy. But it was just a really unique headshot. And... I threw that thing up on my LinkedIn profile and I, I get like tripled the amount of, of visits I had to my profile just because if you're looking at a headshot as it stands out against the rest of everyone else's boring corporate headshots, there's a lot of people are willing to pay money to be seen more and a better yeah. headshot. I actually, the, the direct ROI, it's not just a vanity play. Right. I love it. People are willing to pay more to be seen more. I love it. Really good stuff. Okay. So you identify this opportunity with, with Charlie. Um, what was the first step? Well, the first step is, is identifying like who the actual target was like in Mm -hmm. order to develop relationships with businesses, he needed to find people in the business. So we had to do some research and what job titles, uh, in these different companies, like who in the company has the authority to say, yes, we need somebody to come in and redo all of our, our company headshots so that we have a consistent look and feel uh, on social media profiles and on the company website. Website. Who who makes that decision? And in different companies, it's different people. You know, Microsoft is, is up in Seattle. Their, their job title for that is way different than a smaller business. So the so we looked at that and we looked at how to get them invited to something. So we, we had to get them in the room. And most photographers I've worked with are better in person than they are mm-hmm. over the phone and over email. They, they're, they're just better in person. So for Charlie, it's like we need to get him in the room with people. So there's a few places in Seattle that offer free workshops and Charlie pit one of them up and it's like, Hey, I want to do a, a LinkedIn headshot workshop. And they gave him a really cool venue for free. It's like, yeah, I'll let you teach the workshop here. Cause it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. And he put the, he put it together. He emailed out some invites and it wasn't, anything automated we, he just sent out a lot of messages <laughs> a lot of invite yeah, emails yeah, yeah. a lot of it was done done manually but when you do the math on it the amount of time invested in chasing down those contacts chasing down those people to invite them to this free workshop versus he just needed one lead 
out of that. Mm-hmm. You just needed one to, to, to get like a 10x ROI. For the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got I got to pause you there because this one this one aha I think is something that we all a lot of photographers skip past is they go okay I need work now who who do I start asking for where do I go to to start getting work today mm-hmm. and that that just isn't ever going to work there is no marketing out there that starts today and tomorrow gives you a client like you have to like gradually build relationships. You got to let people get to know you. And what you guys started with was um, who's the, who's the decision maker, right? Who's the person that is actually going to hire us to do branding headshot work. Okay. Now that we know who it is, what is something free? What is something simple? What is the smallest, simplest way I can get that person in, in the room, not paying me money yet. I just want to get in the room with them. That's where this all started. So cool. All right. And then after that, you just kind of, what was some of the tactics to get them into the room with that? Offer? Uh, just email, yeah, cold email, emails, invites, calls. Uh, yep. For some of our other clients that we've done similar approaches with, we'll use a, a personalized LinkedIn connection request. You get 300 characters, yep. which is not a lot. It's like two mm-hmm. tweets and, yep. and a LinkedIn connection request. So you could actually... You could actually personalize that and put the invite in the email. It's like, hey, you don't know me. Uh, I'm a commercial photographer. I'm running a free event. It'd be cool if you show up. Let's connect. Yeah, totally. You know, and, and throw Perfect. it. Uh, and, be, and the nice thing about events is the, is the specificity. And you don't have to create scarcity or create uh, the ticking time bomb effect the sense of urgency because it's already there. It's an event. There's only so much space in the room and there's only, and you're only doing it once that month or that quarter or that year. So you don't have, you don't have to fake it. it. Yeah. That is a great benefit of, of, of classes. And I I love it. You just, when you open up to like just being generous, it's amazing what kind of doors open for you. There's other, it's a win-win for everybody The the event, a lot of these venues, places that host uh, meetups, they, they need good content. They need to fill, they want people coming in and out of their doors, right? So you help them solve a problem. They're going to respond to your emails, to your requests. That's a huge win. So let me play devil's advocate. Okay, so he's going to get all of these decision makers into a room, and then he's going to teach him how to go do it. He's gonna, isn't, it, isn't that just like erasing his potential sale if he just teaches them how to go do it themselves? Well, th- there's... There's one of two things that will happen. Someone will go there and take the information and run with it and do it themselves, DIY, and they'll be grateful. And now you have a referral source. Now they owe you. Now it's a favor. Yeah. Hey, I really – oh, my man, those, those, those shots you did in your company are awesome. I'm glad you got so much out of the workshop. I need a favor now. I know that you know these three other companies – in the same space, I want introductions. Can you hook me up? Yeah. So now, now, now they and own. If you just, if you, <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, when when I think about like when you when you learn something awesome, uh, that is the those, those are like the first people I when I'm when I'm when I'm in a networking event or if I'm working with other entrepreneurs, other decision makers. I'm, those are the first, the top of mind. Like, how can I help the, oh yeah, you know what? I just, my team, we just learned how to t- take awesome headshots. You need, you need headshots. 
you've got to go to Charlie. He, he taught us all the ins and outs. Here's the cool things he taught us. If you guys don't want to do it yourself, I just think you should hire him. Like that's yep. that you become top of mind, top of referral. Uh, and pe- that I think, again, we as photographers, we get a little scared. We get a little nervous that we need to pay the bills this month. If I just get, if I just give all of this stuff away, if I give free, like free one headshot away, then they're, they're never, I'm not going to get anything out of it, but it's, it's all about playing the long game and trusting that you're going to get something. Back. Absolutely. And, and in this case, the second thing that happens is the, is the old adage, you know, give them enough rope to hang themselves is some of them will do it and just don't have the discipline or sometimes just not the equipment. The lighting is like, oh, we tried to do it and it and it totally sucked. Or they just don't have the time or it becomes overwhelming. Like there's no way I'm going to be able to pull this off. And then they'll just, they'll just hire you. And that's a good, right. And exactly. I, I have to, I'd be remiss not to jump on the point when you said that, that it's a long game. Uh, what there's one of my sales coaches told me years ago, he says that he says the best time to start selling is three months ago. And the next best time to start selling is right now. <laughs> because, <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and some of the stuff, it doesn't necessarily need to be need to be long game. A lot of these things converted in the same month. Exactly. Yeah, I think you. what's so great about a class is people come, per, like it's this baby step ad, ad, admission that they need something. They're like, oh, you know what? We do need better headshots. Okay, let's go to this class. And they're listening in the room. And then a smart business owner is going to go, okay, yep. Okay, yeah, we. I'm convinced this is something we need. Uh, we are not experts in this. Uh, if we, even if we, I, just because we can do this ourselves now doesn't mean we should. Charlie's a pro. Let's just solve this problem with a checkbook. That Those are the perfect clients you get, right? Um, and, and like you said, at the very top of this whole strategy, you only need one. Charlie only needed one business owner to, to make that decision. So give me, give us an anecdote of some of the big wins uh, that Charlie's you have created out of this strategy. Well, he picked up more corporate clients. Some of them were just people who were job hunting and wanted to, to land a better job. So he picked up small projects, mm-hmm. he picked up big projects. And sometimes just the fact that those conversations that have, even if someone was unable to get to the workshop, that just is another relationship. It's another excuse to talk to somebody without selling something to them. That's so mm-hmm. hard because like every conversation, it's it's tough. You know, it's the 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 challenge of the free consult, right? I offer them too, and 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 so having something other than a free consult to offer is really, really important. And and it, it doesn't have to be something you offer all the time. You could reach out to someone and it's like, hey, last week I ran this free workshop and uh, so-and-so mentioned you. I figure I should reach out and say hello, see if it can help you out. Yep. Uh, so the fact that yep. you are doing those kinds of activities makes you more relevant. I love it. Yeah, actually, you just gave me the idea. We've got, and within uh, Sticky Email, we have these pre-written um, educational courses broken down by um, industry niches. One of we do have a headshot one by uh, the Pruitts, 
it's called like tips and tricks for getting the best headshot. And this could be, you could just use their sequence already, or you could take the class or the workshop you're making and then break it down into an email course. And that is the perfect follow-up. Like, oh no, sorry, you couldn't make it last week. Uh, if you click here, I've got a free email course that breaks down the most important tips. Let me know. I'd also love, I, I, I'd also be totally cool to grab coffee and answer any questions you have. Yeah. Yeah. That'd I mean, huge. it's the more, the, anything that you could do to give you a chance to flex your, your muscles in front of a potential client, you need to take <laughs> every opportunity you have to do it yeah. in front of them. You need to take, you know, free demonstrations. I do, you know, live rewrites for people sometimes just to, you know, to stretch, you know, show me a, yeah, I am actually, you know, I, I'm pretty good at this, <laughs> but they're not going to know. It's like, yeah, right. I am the best <laughs> photographer around. It's like, no, show me. And it's tough because it, because so much right. of it is, is portfolio based, but when everyone's got a good portfolio, the next question they ask is this guy going to be a diva to work with, or is this guy going to be difficult to work with, or are they going to be easy to work with? Right. Is this going to be an easy process? I, I, I mean, I just went through my first photo show. I've never been f- photographed by a professional before ever. And MailChimp yeah. said, Hey, Nate, find a photographer. Uh, we're going to pay for it. And we're going to put you in our blog on in the series. So Charlie took, my business partner, Seth's pictures up in Seattle and I hired someone down here and they were fantastic, but I, I was less worried about the price. And this is the case in corporate photography. I was less worried about the price. I was more worried about the process. I was nervous. So finding someone that could handle mm-hmm. my nerves was more important than the money. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. That's so cool. I mean, we, you could work that into an awesome oh, email yeah. sequence. It's just it, going, knowing, knowing that the nerves and the, the like the time and the, it's more like time is the more, more finite resource than a lot of these business owners have. Um, they don't want to. And, and they also, whether they'll admit they have nerves or not, those are all pain, pain points that you can help address. So you mentioned live rewrites. Let's jump into it. So I gave you at the top of the call, we, we narrowed it down. We've got uh, a wedding um, email sequence um, with, written by the uh, Michaela and da- uh, Michaela Jade and Dave Harris. Um, how to have a stress-free wedding and the best photos ever. So that is the. It's like a seven-step email course. But I think we can make this headline better. So before we jump into you making it better with us, let's just. Why do you think it's so important? to spend a little bit of extra energy on the headline. It's it's first impression. And mm-hmm. from a psychological perspective, you don't have that much time to instill trust, uh, incite curiosity. This is all, I mean, photographers know this completely, that the, the visual image needs to evoke some sort of emotion. You're, that, that's the whole point. Because you're trying to invoke trust yeah. or excitement or lust, all these different emotions. You, you, you want to be able to push those buttons. The same thing could be done with words. So this this is the cover photograph. This is the thing that that needs to be clickable. It's like the it's like the subject line in an email. You know, the headline of an article, the right. the voicemails you leave. If you think about leaving a voicemail. 
even if it's with a current client who's maybe, oh, I need to reschedule again. I need to reschedule again. I was like, man, I need your money. I need you to schedule this thing. So if you think about how you, how you structure it, that is so important because you have limited space and limited time. That's really good. I, one of the things I'll say, I tell people to focus so much on the headline because um, this is going to be a pop-up, like a, a little fly-out menu or an exit intent. Um, this is, let's say you have 100 visits to your site. This headline is all they're going to see. Your, your goal is to convert strangers into leads. And if your headline doesn't work, it doesn't matter how, how much time and how well-written the rest of the emails are. Because nobody's going to see those emails if they don't read the headline and if the, if the headline doesn't hook them, right? So um, I always say focus on headlines. And then after that, write good. Then, then for each individual email, the headlines are the subject line, right? So that, again, the last priority is optimizing each individual email. And I think that's where everybody gets stressed out. Like, oh, I don't know what to write in the email. That's why we give you templates. So just use what's there. And then when it comes back to um, optimizing it, you start with the very first headline, which is the offer to get people's attention and get them into this course. So we'll start there with how, how what's the first thing you think about when we go, okay, let's make this one I'll, I'll give you three better. things. So but for, first, Step zero is, is understand that mm-hmm. that writing in general and writing headlines, it's not gooey, woo-woo art. There are frameworks. This is psychology. It's just – it's math. You know, in photography, rule of third. I mean, there's yeah. rules. And they're there for they're they're there for a reason. Right. Now, people always want to break the rules, but just like with anything else, you got to learn the rules before you break them. So, with writing headlines, mm-hmm. everyone will argue over what the most important rules are. I'll give you my three that I stick with. So, number one, number one, it's not about you; it's about them. So, the, so the way to do that mm-hmm. is to. Use the word you and your. When we were looking at the other headlines, a lot of the headlines you have in your courses are really well-crafted because they have the word you and your in there. All right? Because people are self-centered. So just accept it. So that's number number one. Yeah. And that's one, one thing that this particular headline yep. doesn't have. How to have a stress-free wedding and, the, and best photos ever. Uh, number two create contrast another photography principle you need to create contrast so the way to do that is to make the positive more positive and the negative more negative so make the positive more positive and the negative more negative right so in this case how to have a stress-free wedding and best photos ever right uh Best photos ever. Yeah, it's like what, what's, what's better than yeah. best? Yeah, right. You yeah. know, legendary. You know, right. unforgettable. You see that a lot. There's a reason you see it a lot is it's better than best. Stress-free wedding. Yeah. So ha- ha- the way to to create more contrast is is maybe not to frame around the wedding. Like we're not selling like, ha- having good photography may reduce the stress in the wedding, but this is about avoiding having. The, it's about the worry that comes with it. So, so wor- worry the thing it could could be a uh, 
and how to el- eliminate stress from your wedding or uh, how to avoid a wedding photo disaster, right? <laughs> and that's what it is though, because in a, in a wedding, it's already emotionally charged. Everyone's going to see them. You need to look your best. You're trying to cut weight. You're trying to fix all of these things. It's an absolute nightmare. It's, it's a, it's a disaster. So, you know, uh, the, the third thing. So, so number one was, was it's about you, the use of the word you. Number two is creating contrast, positive, more positive, negative, more negative. And number three is use of specifics. A lot of the headlines we went through before this call, uh, had numbers, seven tips, you know, three ways, four things to avoid. The use of numbers and specifics provides familiarity. So people's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I get that. It gives them something to latch onto. It's not all fuzzy. So if you're going to have a fuzzy concept, like a, you know, uh, an emotional trigger, you need to balance that out with something specific, something that they've seen before. The brick backdrop in, in, a, in an outdoor photo, that's something familiar. Also, it creates contrast. Mm -hmm. So in this particular case, how to have a stress-free wedding and best photos ever, I would – so we could try – let's try three different versions here. Uh, uh, Cool. You know, know, three ways to avoid disastrous wedding photos. Or three ways you yep. use the word you. Three ways you can yep, avoid three ways you disastrous avoid. wedding photos. So you could also focus it. in, as I said, <laughs> a lot about targeting is about the experience. Uh, so the, the, in that case, we can use the the word stress. So we could say. I would, yeah. I would go like embarrassing, yeah. embarrassing wedding. For uh, you know. So uh, right, cool. Keep so, going. This is awesome. So <laughs> fourth tip, bonus tip, and this is something I learned from screenwriting: uh, is you need to get them moving. So using action words like transform. Mm. So how to have a stress-free wedding is, is passive. You need active. So transform mm-hmm. your wedding photo experience uh, or or transform it you transform your your wedding photo experience into a into a stress-free joyous experience something like that that's not that's a crappy headline <laughs> but but the words transform the words uh you know dodge you know you know, Ooh, yeah, dodge, yeah. Uh, you know, and as I said, creating contrast. You know, transform it from, you know, a painful experience. It's supposed to be fun. People like getting their pictures taken. They do. Like uh, by the end of my first photo shoot, I was like, man, I, I am pretty sexy. <laughs> this is fun. People were looking at me. It was an outdoor shoot, and I was feeling like, yeah, I am a badass. This is great. Like it's supposed to be fun. I, <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> there's so much people are so nervous about it right that they can get addressing those nerves like you talked about you're in your own experience um all of a sudden you're in front of the camera and that's one of the bigger things that um 
when we think about the problems we solve for our customers and speaking to the you, right? The, a lot of times you just want to say what we are like award-winning award, like how to work, like that's, that's about, nobody cares. Right. And we all, then we jump straight to the, the pictures and it's not necessarily about the pictures. People don't, they like that's implied. We know we need pictures for our wedding and for other things, but the bigger issue the thing that people are more uh, scared about is it being awkward, them them looking stupid, uh, them getting burned, them getting like stood up and uh, and and losing money or so, whatever so it is. Other, right? So one more. So so cool. I would, I would say you know, capture mm-hmm. the happiness and avoid the embarrassment in your wedding photos. Something along Ooh, those lines. Yeah. So it's it's a it creates that capture. We're capturing the happy. That's an action word. Yep. You know, so people say capture the moment a lot and I, it's just overused. So, I mean, it's not even good, good grammar, yep. but capture the happy. Capture the happy yeah. and avoid the awkward. Avoid the awkward. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it, it, love it. We can even, we can, we can merge these. We can okay, three ways you can. Or three ways you can, uh, three ways to make sure you, uh, three ways you can, three ways you can capture the happy and avoid the awkward on your wedding day. That was fun, man. Wow, Nate. Thank you so much. I'm going to go update these, these into our <laughs> template be, right away. That'll be $400. <laughs> so can start Where do you benefiting want to from this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, this is hugely valuable. So guys, you see how, um, it doesn't have to be, there's a couple things. Well, one, there's a little bit of art, but it's mostly science. And I, I'll add one more final tip to, for, for, to you, Nate, is it's easier to do it with somebody else. And if you agree, just like going to the gym and working out is easier when you have a buddy. Uh, Nate has this awesome program called... Where did I have this um, inbox attack? Tell us about that and a special so, offer you've got inbox for our attack listeners. Is a, it's a mental fitness gym specifically focused on writing for business. And we used to just, I used to just teach technology, MailChimp, MailShake, SendGrid, newsletters, cold emails, LinkedIn messaging. It's all platform based, but Ultimately, technology comes and goes. Messaging, the roles are the same. And the only way to get good at using words to turn people, you know, from from strangers into customers is to put in the reps. There is no substitution for putting in repetitions. But if you're putting in the reps wrong, it's not going to help you at all. And so we've been doing private training for – I've you know, one-on-one coach, probably a thousand plus small business owners over the years. And I've done a lot of group settings as well. And the one thing that actually creates a pun intended, a, a stickier, <laughs> a stickier experience and skill set mm-hmm. is just putting in the repetition. So instead of, Hey, let's work on an entire email together. No, we're going to work on, on, contrast style subject lines for the next 45 minutes. And we'll have a group of 10 people in like a zoom room or a Google hangout. And we'll just, we'll give a little bit of, a little bit of training 
we'll we'll demonstrate like you're demonstrating how to do a proper push up, and then we'll just put in reps. And then throughout the week, we give you little prompts, little reminders to keep it sharp, but specifically focus on areas that are going to help you make more money. But also pull in cross training. So we'll have screenwriters come in, we'll have novelists come in, poets come in, ad copy people come in, and and give you a little different perspective to work those complementary muscle groups. So it's and that's just how brains work. As I said, this is a lot more craft and science than it is art, and especially in business. And so, so the deal we're going to have, we're going to do a mm-hmm. two months free, uh, inboxattack.com slash sticky. And uh, there's no credit card Sweet. required. You hop in there, join up for, for some workouts. And uh, it's, it's a one-hour session a week, and you get one one-on-one session a month just to dig into the actual wow. – to get into something specific to your to your business to that challenge, and it may be doing what Charlie did. How do I write a good invite email? It may be a headline thing. It may be, you know, mm-hmm. how do, how do you get this dream client to return your call? You could be a voicemail script or a voiceover script on on a, on a little intro video. So, yeah. Oh, you you just say intro video, dude. That's mm-hmm. like my favorite new thing to teach people. That where you. Like let's people always get the the request for pricing, and instead of just giving a link to a PDF that's dry and confusing, you send a screencast, webcam video, screen recording of your pricing with this really really good rehearsed like four minute, three minute video. Um, and if you're, ha- I, I give people a script for that, but I think that they need to make it their own, and it, I think that'd be an amazing project to work on. So you hone that project you hone that script um with with some coaching with some help with some reps then you've got this evergreen three minute video that that's that's making the best uh first impression you could ever imagine automatically on your website it it shows that's huge your knowledge of where photography overlays in other disciplines because oftentimes people buy photography and it's going to have a bunch of words surrounding it so the fact that you can understand the words too and mm-hmm. the and the motion, the actual video element is just going to prove to that future client that you know your shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Well, Nate, man, this was a blast. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing the story of Charlie and for, for that live work. I mean, that's going to help dozens, potentially hundreds of photographers who are using that script already. Um, This was a blast. Guys, make sure to check out more of Nate's work at Inbox Attack. Use the link below to get your free two-month trial. Thanks again for offering that to our listeners. All right, take it It easy, It was a blast. Have a good rest of your day, man.